Happy 2023, it's a Raging Scotsman review time. This is one I've wanted to do since the very start. It's time for The Walking Dead, seasons 1 to 11. So let's be honest, the show has felt like it's been on forever. It came out originally in 2010, it finished uh, last year. Had 11 seasons, many twists and turns. I originally, when I started watching the show... Um, I watched the first season on DVD, a box set. I then waited for season two to come out, the full thing. I bought the box set. I watched season one, then I watched season two. Did the same season three. I did the same all the way up into season eight and with Fear the Walking Dead. And then I sort of lost interest because it was a, a lot of time just binge watching from season one right through. But this is what I wanted to do. It was out. It's on Disney+. Plus. I watched the whole thing. And my God, what a ride it was. Watching it all together as one whole show, start to finish. Knowing parts of what was going to happen and forgetting things that were going to happen was a truly rewarding experience. It, it felt pretty, pretty good. And I thoroughly enjoyed the whole thing. I would highly recommend the show. But what's it about? What is The Walking Dead about? So let's get to it. You might think that The Walking Dead is simply a zombie TV show about zombies and survivors, but it's far more than that. In the same instance that Star Trek was more than just a sci-fi space exploration show, which I'll get to in a second, The Walking Dead really uh, deals with the relationships and the dynamic between the group members in this world during a global terminal pandemic, if you will. The, the main group of survivors uh, loses each other but comes together with the fantastic Andrew uh, Lincoln in the main role of Rick Grimes. And it, it basically, you, the, the show effectively should have been his journey. Um, there are going to be spoilers in this entire episode, so just, just be careful. I'll, I'll try and keep it as short as possible, but there, there may be spoilers. I'm trying to do a general overview of the whole show um, because I know a lot of people didn't like the final season or the final seasons or, you know, anyway. But what, what I meant by the, the, the platform is that it's very similar to Star Trek. Star Trek was supposed to be a, a the stage was space, but it was about the, dynam the dynamics and the psychology and the philosophies of the man who created it trying to tell his story. And he didn't want to do this on a, at the time, a oversaturated market, which was all Westerns and cowboy shows in the 1960s. And that's why Star Trek came about and became so popular because it pushed the bar and really got people thinking about the world around them. The Walking Dead does this at the same time. It's 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 people who who have very complex lives living in a world that is very unforgiving. And they're trying to, at first, maintain and find a way to to restore life to as it was before the the pandemic excuse me but slowly they they, they learn that the world isn't going to go back and they need to adapt and evolve and emerge victorious to survive in this in this world the first few seasons are are very, very gritty and very, very raw. They're very hurtful. They're very emotive. They're very emotional. There are people that are delusional, that can't accept the world as it is. 
personally, for me, the first season was brilliant. And I think the way they, they did it, uh, they, they, they kept the risk factor there that this show might not be renewed for season two. So we're just going to, you know, we're, ju we're just going to make the ending, leave it open, but leave it that you could comfortably be happy with it finishing. The, the season two is probably one of my least favorite seasons. Um, I don't, th there are two um, aesthetics I, I don't like. And one, the, the main one is swamps and the other one is farmland. And you find that it, most most stories and, and, and video games, especially with zombies, they take place in, you know, countryside so that they don't have to overpopulate or overcomplicate things. And this is what season two is. And this is about the dynamics of the world, not the, the people in the world not being willing to accept what is. Um, season season two, uh, you find the first few seasons, there is a, a reoccurring um action of there always being a child zombie um season three was probably one of my favorites where they find the prison um we then go on to the governor who is one of the main villains and i kind of felt like with every tv show when you get a popular character who's a villain they try and turn him into a a, a protagonist a hero character and I, I feel like they tried to do that with the governor and then realized, nah, this this guy needs to be a fucking arse. And that's exactly what they did. And penultimately, you know, you, 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 there's a spoiler coming at the end of this um, season. I can't remember if it was season three or I think it was season four, actually. Um, Herschel, who had to adapt to the world very, very quickly, suddenly gets his head half chopped off by the governor. And it's insane. And the governor's death is so quick and swift and, and just ends there. And it's just like, you know what? I don't need any more. I don't need a long panned out death. I don't need any of this. I just want it to be done. We then move on the the, the fourth or the fifth season, um, which is just a chase, a constant chase. They are on the run. They are trying to find the terminus, which is promising this, this, this haven-like place where everybody's safe everybody's caring everybody's loving there's you can sleep there's water there's food there's there's survival there's society and that's where i felt that the the the, the show became a little bit rushed um they reach terminus and you know almost instantly it goes tits up you find out the people of terminus are later on um, you find out that they were just surviving and evolving and they were letting people in and welcoming them and then they let in the wrong people and these people just decimated the terminus. And the only way that these people were able to survive was by eating other people. I kind of feel like the cannibal, cannibal storyline, they could have uh, lengthened a little bit, but the, the, the issue I always had with The Walking Dead was it never explained the time jumps. So, you know, if you, like myself, watched it from season one to season 11, you could say, oh, you know, this could take place over a couple of years or this could take place over 20 years or this could take place over a decade, you know. But they didn't really emphasize it and it made the show slightly confusing. Why would people resort to cannibalism so quickly? But then you learn that because the show has taken place, 
um, with without telling you it's it's been going on for a couple of years at least. Um, the other confusing part is the the baby Judith who is in it who doesn't seem to age and then suddenly she ages, and that also kind of confuses the whole situation. Anyways, the show continues and there are many many twists and turns and and things that are just like wow there is a, a whole arc about euthanasia which is incredibly emotive and emotional um which involves a little girl who who thinks that the the infected the walkers are just like her and so she kills her sister and in turn she then gets euthanized because she she's gone mad she can't accept the world as is so they end her um the group eventually gets together again and it's 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 a wonderful wonderful time um they find a place called alexandria which is a a safe haven up in virginia um and this is where the show really starts to slow down we were promised huge epic battles between Alexandria and uh, the Saviors, who are, you know, the penultimate villains of the next three seasons, um, with the main guy being Negan. We're given this extremely brutal closing scene of, of, of three characters uh, being, uh, three characters? Two characters being brutally murdered. And that is the point where, a large amount of viewers and fans stopped watching the show. They thought it was too violent. I must be fucked in the head because I, I found that this episode was actually really brutal. And it was how they dealt with the aftermath of that episode. Rick is just broken. The whole group are broken. They are now slaves to the saviors who want more and more of their resources. <clears throat> and it 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 becomes too much that they start fighting back in secret and every time they they, they think they've had a win they lose and every time it, it, it just keeps going mental and then there's betrayals on Rick's Rick's side of things and you just think oh fuck it's gone wrong again and it almost becomes like one of these British um, soap operas where you know whenever something positive comes out they always have to shit on it if, if you ever get a chance to watch a TV show on British TV, watch EastEnders. It is the most toxic and poisonous show you will ever, ever see. And sadly, every other soap opera has gone that way and copied it. And I truly feel like soap operas in the UK are the reason that British society is so shit. And that's a political podcast for another day, but... If, if you are pumping a, a TV show out five nights a week and it is just pure negativity, there's a pub, there's cheats, there's thieves, there's violent people, and you keep pumping it out and you've got these grannies that are watching the show religiously with their grandkids, their daughters, their sons, and then they're watching it and then eventually something's going to twig in their mind and they're going to be shit. And I truly believe that's what's happened. And, and, you know, EastEnders was the start. Then it was Coronation Street. Then it was Brookside. Then it was Hollyoaks. Then it was all the other crappy soap operas. Uh, 
anyway, so back to The Walking Dead. So <clears throat> we're, we're really given this idea that there is no success and the betrayal hit hard. Um, we're then introduced to the Whisperers, who I felt were one of the most intense villains of the entire series. They were humans that wore the faces of, of the walkers to walk amongst them. Um, World War Z uh, talks a little bit about a similar thing, but th instead of being Whisperers, there are people who have virtually given up on life. They're not infected, but they've given up and they just... They've basically reverted or devolved into the same state as walkers, but they're alive. <clears throat> they're not infected. Whereas the whispers are just people surviving by wearing the dead. At this point, the saviors are finished and Negan has been captured. And the show sort of has a, a time jump of about, I think it's about six years or something. At this point, Rick has left the show, and that's probably where the show should have ended, but I did enjoy the other seasons after. Um, the Whisperer's arc was scary, and it was it was fearful, and what, what was sad about it was, again, they, 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 they didn't push upon the show, uh, the story arc, as much as they should have, you know, there, there, there was a genuine horror element about it. And there was an, a, a, a horror episode where they introduce uh, this deaf girl and she's in, she, you know, she's fleeing and she finds this house with this other guy. And there are humans who have devolved to primal instincts living in the walls. And it is, and they're all naked and they're loincloth and they're cannibals and they lure people in and they eat them. And, and, and it's just, it was for me, I watched it late at night and I had nightmares for like three nights. It was one of the most scary episodes I'd seen of The Walking Dead. Um, the show continues um, after The Whisperers, you know, another another victory. And we sort of come to season 10 and 11. Um, and it, it centers around this, this sort of, of expanding town to become a city that has 50,000 people called the Commonwealth, where they have um, a paramilitary police, a governor who's the daughter of a politician who survived. And this is where the show really, really slowed down. And I, th I think uh, it, it was certainly wasn't the ending that people wanted, but the Commonwealth arc was, it was different and it was a breath of fresh air. And I think that that's what I enjoyed about it. It was something different. It it really showed that society could thrive, but it can't thrive through without corruption. And this is what it was all about. And you know, as expected, uh, you know, in any wave of life, any infection, any virus, any thing evolves. And the walkers in this show evolve. And what what's amazing, what's brilliant about it is they think it's the whispers. And the scene that they discover, oh fuck, this isn't the whispers, is the scene where you think, oh my god, this is where the show is going to go. This is where it's going. This is the direction it would have gone if Andrew Lincoln hadn't left. And <clears throat> you know, the, basically, the walkers evolve and are i wouldn't say you know they're having conversations and cups of tea but they're learning to to use primitive tools they're learning to to use rocks and sticks and they're learning to climb 
And this is where the Commonwealth falls. The guy that's there to protect it, they want to get rid of him because he is he doesn't agree with the governor, the new governor. And, you know, ultimately, the failures of them not allowing him to do his job mean that the walkers breach the Commonwealth. And the original group, not all of them, but most of them, Daryl, Carol, um, I can't remember the rest, but they they are drawn into this scene where they 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 have to you know fight and protect and survive and there's this moment at the end where the governor asks wants to kill herself and they stop her from doing it and instead they incarcerate her so that she can witness the world as they want to create it and make it better for everybody and you know they they leave it open ended but you know overall the the, the, the entirety watching the entire show the walking dead for me was a very cathartic experience i love the walking dead and watching it again you, you see things that you missed you see things that you didn't miss things that you didn't understand the first time you might understand them better being able to watch it all in a one and you know streaming it or watching it on dvd gave me the opportunity to really you know when you binge watch a show i i'm somebody that gives myself completely and wholly my whole heart goes to the show and I feel things, you know, I cried at the end of Star Wars because it was the end. And it's the same with The Walking Dead. It was the end. But I just, I was left wanting more, but it was an emotional roller coaster. And I, it took me about, you know, two months to watch the entire thing. And now I'm on Fear the Walking Dead, which for a while I felt was better than The Walking Dead. And now I'm at the point where I'm not so sure that it ever reached the levels of The Walking Dead. And I'm I'm so excited for the spin-off series to come out, but I can see why some of the fans are annoyed. They're like, well, if they're doing all these spin-off series with all these characters, why can't they just continue The Walking Dead and do The Walking Dead? And I think, you know, these these things all came into motion with the idea that Andrew Lincoln was never going to come back. And I think when he realized just how popular and how much the fans loved him and his character, especially the story with Michonne, um, they they really, he, he, he decided, he did a Henry Cavill and said, you know what, fuck it, you guys want me back, I'm coming back. And it works, and it, it, it truly works. Out of, I'm going to give this a Raging Scotsman review rating out of 10, and I would honestly give it a 9 out of 10. There's always room for improvement. There are things that I didn't like, and there's things that I did like, but that's personal preference. That doesn't mean it was a bad show. There were parts of the show that weren't edited properly. They weren't cut. They had to mismatch and and throw things together. And a little bit, some bits didn't make sense and that. But, you know, that's why it gets a 9 out of 10. There's always room for improvement. And I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'd highly recommend it. Anyway, that's 17 minutes. Um, you've probably had enough of listening to my voice. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of the Raging Scotsman. I hope you're all well, and I hope you've all had a, a great uh, Christmas period. Tune in for the next Raging Scotsman review. See you later, guys.